Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome, my friends, to yet another episode of Everyday Truth. Uh, We're going to do the best we can today to finish out Revelation chapter number five. I know that some of you are following along uh, as we uh, teach day by day in your own Bible or on your own device, and you're certainly welcome to do that. It's helpful. Others of you obviously are listening and occupied doing something else, driving or or exercising or or something, and we appreciate you joining us as well. Uh, We're in the throne room of God. Uh, Jesus has entered. He has received the scroll from the Father. He is worthy to open it. We, We still don't know what's in that scroll. All we know is we found the worthy one and we're praising him and we're thanking him. He is the lion, but he's also the lamb, the root of David, the one that has prevailed. And he has purchased us with his own blood. He has made us worthy. He's redeemed us to God. He has made us kings and priests. I mean, there's so much to sing about. Matter of fact, so much is there to sing about that they have come up with a brand new song. What will that song sound like? I don't know, but it's going to be better than any song you've ever sung. Who's going to be singing that song? It'll be the biggest choir you've ever heard in your life. Uh, Millions and billions, perhaps, of people on that day singing that song. I can't even imagine uh, the sound of that song that day. But it's not over. Look at Revelation chapter 5 and verse uh, number 12 where the Bible says, saying with a loud voice, so this great choir, the Bible says, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every time I read this verse, I can't help but hum a part of Handel's Messiah. Isn't that awesome, uh, such an awesome uh, piece at Christmas to hear the Messiah? And as, as incredible as that piece is, I can only think, but it's just going to be paltry compared to the actual song that we hear in heaven one day. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Jesus is worthy because of who he is, but Jesus is worthy because of what he did. Remember uh, what the Bible said in Philippians chapter 2, that Jesus, uh, the mind of Christ, that passage, Jesus left heaven. He took upon him the form of a man, and not just any old man, but, but, the, but uh, a man that would die, and not just any old death, but the death of the cross. He humbled himself and humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Well, we're seeing it right here, aren't we? Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What a wonderful uh, presage to what we're seeing in Revelation chapter number five. So Jesus divested himself of all of the prerogatives of deity. 
So what does that mean? When Jesus came to planet Earth, he came as a man. He became us. He sensed the hunger that we sense. He felt the temptation that you and I face, yet without sin. Uh, he, in every point, became just like us. He became us. Uh, we could not become him, so he became us, so that in his death, in his identification with us, we could become him. We could, be, we could have his uh, righteousness and, and enjoy uh, the sinlessness that comes by the gift righteousness of Jesus Christ. Wow, what, what a story. And so when the Bible says here in verse number 11, verse number 12, that he is worthy to receive power and riches and wisdom, how do you give Jesus wi wisdom? How do you give Jesus power? How do you give him riches and strength? How do you give him strength and honor and glory and blessing? What that means is now that Jesus has accomplished now that Jesus enters as the victor, riding into town as the one that has defeated death and Satan and all that goes with it, he now retains and receives back that which always has been and rightfully is his. It's not that he ever lost his God godness. Of course not. But now all of this comes back. It is rightfully given and, and ascribed to him. Uh, in grand pomp and circumstance. Look at verse number 13. I love this. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne unto the lamb forever and ever. Who's saying this? All creatures. So we've got some snails in, in on the action here. We've got some zebras. We've got some sharks. Uh, we've got some eagles. We've got all creation, the wind, the waves. You know, the Bible actually predicted this in Psalm 148, that all creation, that the Bible says is now groaning because of the curse, groaning because of what sin has done. Uh, the death and the degradation, the sin curse that's upon all of this sin-cursed world, uh, the reason there's death and killing and, 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 and uh, all of that is because of sin. But when the lamb enters the throne room and victory now is secured and all of heaven is praising, then all of creation joins in. The groaning is over and the praising has begun. What a grand scene in heaven as literally all the creation of God articulates praise to him, speaks their love and adoration and the rightful glory and magnification that Jesus deserves. One last verse. Let's look at it. Verse number 14. And the four beasts, remember them, these special created beings, these angelic beings who do nothing but cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. What do they say? Remember, they've not been redeemed. Remember, uh, they've not sinned. Remember, uh, they don't know what redemption is in an experiential way. 
Uh, but creation knows that. This earth knows that. Uh, the human beings know that. And so who's been looking in on all of this? The angels. And they see this. And they see the rescue. And they see the heart. They see the praise. They see the effusiveness. And all they can say is, amen. 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 Look at what God has done. They were there when Jesus left heaven. They were spectators. Remember, angels came and uh, strengthened Jesus in Gethsemane. They've been the watchful ones. They look into the things of the church, Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, they've been the grand grandstand. And now that victory's been won, and Jesus marches in as the victor, and those whom he has saved are praising him and thanking him and adoring him and worshiping him, the angelic world says, amen, amen. Look at verse number 14 again. And the four beasts said, amen, and the four and 20 elders, that's us, that, that, that's human beings. Those are redeemed ones. And the four and 20 elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. The eternal future, the eternal effective redemption of Jesus Christ, the everlasting life, the eternal life that you and I will, rejo will rejoice in and enjoy for all of eternity. That's the close of chapter five. In chapter four, the close was, praise God, he created us. But the close of chapter five is, praise God, he redeemed us. No, we owe our existence to God. He's our creator. But we owe our new birth to Christ. He's our savior. The triune God, God loved us. He sent his son. The son loved us. He gave his life. The spirit loved us. He regenerated, and regenerated our soul and gave us the word of God and pointed us to Jesus Christ. What a God. What what glory he deserves and how we ought to get a head start on this new song. So I don't know what the song's going to be. I don't know what it's going to sound like. I just know that I'm going to sound good. And so will you as we sing with every kindred, tribe, nation, and tongue as we join in that great heavenly choir. But until then, let's sing, what can wash away my sin? Until then, let's sing, there is a fountain filled with blood. Until then, let's sing how great thou art. Until then, let's sing uh, our God reigns. Until then, let's talk about Jesus more and more. What a day. What a day. I hope that this has encouraged you. We're going to jump into chapter number six next episode. I want you to join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.